Hey survivors, it's Angie Atkinson and today at QueenBeing.com we're going to talk about what makes an empath so attractive to a narcissist and vice versa. Alright, so let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and this channel is all about teaching you what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. But first, do you have your coffee? Today's coffee cup is Elvis and it comes from my son. He actually gave it to me uh, as a souvenir from his trip that he took last week, or well this week, he just came home last night. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember, I had to drive all night to get him there because we missed the bus. It's a whole long story. But anyway, <laughs> let's get started. Yeah, I was trying to think of a name for the cup. I was thinking like, hunka hunka burning cup, or like, cup me tender, or like, something like that. Tell me a name for the cup in the comments below. I'll give the winner um, a free copy of my latest ebook. So why do empaths and narcissists tend to feel an almost magnetic pull from one to the other? They are obviously very different types of people, complete polar opposites in most cases. Um, and we, we, you know, we have a lot of theories, but at the heart of it, I think what it comes down to is that where the narcissist is lacking, we have strength and where they sometimes have strength, we empaths sometimes lack it. So let's talk about it. So the first thing I think is re that is important re to remember here is that while we as empaths are often targets for narcissists, it doesn't mean that we're powerless. Knowing who we are and knowing what we need is going to make it a lot easier for us to draw the line between a first date with a charmer and the relationship from hell, if we're careful, okay? So if you find yourself in a toxic relationship, you already know that the best solution is to leave. Um, and But because it's not really your job to fix anybody else, okay? You have to take care of yourself at this point and any children you may or may not have. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to talk about what happens when an empath and a narcissist are in a romantic relationship together and how that looks, okay? So the first thing is that the narcissist will often create a certain sense of comfort, believe it or not, for the empath. Now, how does that work and why does that happen? Well, the empath feels a really strong connection to the narcissist, um, even if the narcissist doesn't do anything to let the empath know that they're on track with their feelings. Part of that is because the empath loves to love. You know, that's who we are. We love to love people. We like to make people feel better, feel whole. We, we, we want to make people feel like they're decent people worthy of our attention. And, you know, the problem, of course, with that is that the, the narcissist is increasingly controlling. The more love and care you show for a narcissist, the more they're going to try to control you in the process, believe it or not. So the narcissist will make the empath feel like everything is going great because the narcissist is constantly looking for... Um, validation from the empath and the empath of course is happy to give it so they'll say things like oh do you love me do you really love me and of course inevitably if you're watching you'll notice that the narcissist loves to turn the conversation around right back to him or herself and that puts the empath in a position that we're very comfortable and familiar with talking about someone else so it's a red flag right about the time you get comfortable with the narcissist they'll bust out the old gaslighting and try to make you feel crazy they start the devalue phase and uh, you know they say things that make you doubt yourself you know like 
literally in some cases you can say, you, the narcissist could say to you something like, I don't know, you have a big giant nose and I hate it. And you can just literally repeat back to them, you just told me that I have a big giant nose and you hate it. And they will be like, no, I didn't. I never said that. That's just not what I said. And and this is just one tiny example, of course. But uh, sometimes they'll just tell you that you're crazy or you're imagining stuff or, you know, uh, you're just jealous or, you know, you're so insecure or whatever. Anything to take the heat off of themselves. You feel me? So that brings me to my next point. It actually uh, leads to the empath feeling like they need to rely on the narcissist for everything. The narcissist makes us feel so um, incapable or incompetent that we actually start to think we can't survive without the narcissist. And that's when we're in danger. Of course, this leads to, you know, empaths experiencing a lot of um, depression, anxiety, frustration, overwhelm. It, it makes us believe even more that we need the narcissist. And and it alienates us from people who are really close to us in real life because the narcissist literally becomes our whole world. Of course, around then, that's when everything that the narcissist says to us is sort of a direct attack on who we are as a person and on our re reality in general as we understand it. They take away from us everything that we used to have that, was, that made us happy, everything that made us feel like real true joy, they take away anything that we used to consider normal. Normal becomes confusing and different. Uh, you know, you start to feel like you don't matter, you're inadequate, you're worthless, and everything that you are is wrong. And that's because the narcissist needs you to feel that way so that you can't recognize how amazing you are and move on with someone who actually gives a shit about you. Really, truly, that's really what it is. Everything they do will be an attempt to attack you. At some stage, you will reach a point at which you will be like, oh my God, I can't handle it anymore. And that's when your true self kind of goes into hiding a little bit. You become someone else, someone who's reactive, someone who just tries to keep the narcissist happy. And your friends and your family will be like, what the hell's wrong with you? You're different. You've changed. How do you, you know, how do you, and, you know, and especially if you haven't grown up with a narcissist, but even if you have, if you're in a romantic relationship with one, it will become increasingly obvious that you're not in control of your own self. Um, and if the conflict comes up in the relationship between you and the narcissist, you will begin to, in some cases, take on certain traits of your partner without even realizing it. And, you know, as you start to recognize that your own emotional needs are not being met in the relationship, you may throw your hands up and say, you know what? I deserve to be happy too. You have to meet my needs too. And then the narcissist, of course, tells you you're being selfish. How dare you? How dare you have, you know, needs? How dare you say I'm not perfect in every way? You know, <laughs> of course, in both cases, um, when the relationship ends, which inevitably it will probably end, you will continue to suffer. The narcissist will continue to suffer. The narcissist, believe it or not, in some cases, the suffering doesn't last, let me just say that, for the narcissist. They inevitably just replace you with another body and start the, the process again. But they might still think they're miserable <laughs> for a while anyway. Um, you will continue as an empath to experience abuse through the narcissist. Even if they have already moved on, you will still be stalked or you may be hoovered in some way where they try to suck you back into the relationship. Uh, they may want to stay friends with you because of the, you know, they need to keep their circle of supply full. Uh, you know, eventually 
you get to this place where you are watching the narcissist continue to equally toxic or more so toxic relationships and you will continue to experience abuse and that's when you have to go no that's enough now here's something you have to watch out for when a relationship ends a lot of times empaths will see themselves as the problem because in my opinion it's easier for them to understand that you know they we need closure we're thinkers we need closure we need to understand why things happen and if there's no other explanation that we can logically get out of our own heads because the narcissist certainly won't help us with it <laughs> then we find ourselves um, feeling like we're the problem because we have to we know we can fix ourselves you know uh, we figure we must have failed in some way we figure that all of the narcissist words that are in our heads right now well, maybe you were selfish for thinking about your own needs. Maybe you were, you know, selfish for, you know, saving yourself first. Well, you weren't. And and you have to remember what you dealt with and stop doubting yourself so much. Huh? The fact is it wasn't your fault. There's not anything wrong with you. As a matter of fact, there's a whole lot of things that are really right about you. And that's why you had to step forward and move yourself on, even if it wasn't your your choice at the beginning. Now you know. It wasn't your fault um, if you know you are if you want to heal which I think that you do because you're here today right the the biggest thing that's gonna happen to you that's gonna be amazing is that you're about to go through a big transformation uh, you will it, it'll hurt it'll be painful um, but so is being with a narcissist probably more so and when you begin to understand that and start to grow and start to move yourself into a healing place, that's when you're going to realize, my friend, you deserve to be loved the way that you love. You deserve to be trusted. You deserve to be cared about and even put on a pedestal because that's exactly what you're going to do for anyone you love, right? Why don't you deserve the same thing? Well, you do. I'm here to tell you that you do, all right? I want you to know that you're going to heal. I want you to know that, yes, you have been broken, yes, you were damaged, but you are not done. Like the narcissist, they are done because they won't change. But you, you are willing to recognize, you know, that you actually can change and can become better. The narcissist won't do that because the narcissist remains who they are permanently. They don't think anything's wrong with themselves in most 99% of the cases, huh? The narcissist will carry on. The narcissist will move on to a new victim. They will absolutely be completely unaware that they are the reason for their own unhappiness. Uh, but that's not your problem anymore, my friend, because you, you're going to grow. You're going to change. You're going to evolve from this experience, and you will become the strongest person that you know in real life. I promise you. Just be strong now. Stay as strong as you can. Give yourself a minute to cry if you need to. Recognize that you must protect yourself. You must balance yourself and you must evolve. When you do that, it's going to get so beautiful. I promise you. See you soon. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you tomorrow for Self Love Sunday. Don't forget. Thanks as always for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? 
If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.